Thank you, guys. Man. I love you guys, too, man. I'm telling you. I was thinking about this on the way down. I've been coming here since 2012. It's a lot of years. Last year was the first year that I haven't been here since that time. I asked, I asked Jacob to play behind me, not because I think his... Well, I do like his piano playing. I do. Not because I like background music, but because I just believe, guys, like 2 Kings 3 talks about these three kings that came to Elisha. They wanted the word of the Lord. And Elisha's comment was, bring me a minstrel. And as the minstrel played, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha, and he was able to give the word of the Lord. So I told Jacob, I said, when you play, man, you, you have no idea. You open things up, man. I want you to play behind me. And Steve, you could have kept playing too, man. It was amazing up there, buddy. I love it. Oh, thanks, man. I'm telling you, your hair is money. Don't. It's amazing. Thank you. I can't believe there's another Miller. My goodness. I think it's hard with four. I can't even imagine six. So are you guys doing okay? Yeah. So here's the deal. I have no idea how tonight's going to go. I, this could literally take 15 minutes tonight. Because the power of a meeting or the weight of a meeting is not dependent on its length. I want the word of God and I want to deliver what it is that God is saying. And I had, a, I had a two and a half hour car ride down here. You'd think I would know the way by now. I still need the GPS. Like I was just down here in November at Pastor uh, Tom's church. And I'm like, I still need the GPS. And I literally thought, man, I'm telling you, I, 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 I knew what I was going to preach tonight. And I was going to give the word of the Lord for 2018. And, and literally for an hour and a half of the drive, God talked to me about what he wanted to say tonight. Which is really awkward when you're having to speak into your phone to take the notes and I'm, I'm so anal man like I'm the guy who texts with proper English there's commas there's, there's periods so like I'm not like I'm telling you Tammy do you know what I mean like you're not getting broken English and miscapitalized words and no you're getting no run on sentences comma semicolon period exclamation point question mark so I'm like oh, I gotta redo that you know I'm trying to drive and I'm just telling you you probably didn't want to be on the road with me when I was coming down here I hope you, man, because I, I feel God's heart in the room tonight. And I don't say that lightly, and I'm not looking to bring cliches, and I'm not looking to be generic. Like, there's a heartbeat for this church. And, and having the privilege to come down here over the years, like, I know the things that some of you guys have been through. I know the things that this church has walked through. And I believe that, and I'm not saying I have all of the answers tonight, but I believe there's a piece to the pie that God wants to address tonight what it is that's holding you guys back because it's time to move forward and so I hope what's happened over the years is that my love has been proven to you I hope and pray that you guys trust me and what I share tonight is by no means a chastisement it's by no means not here to spank anybody but I want you to know since all the years that I've been coming down here tonight feels different it feels different in this house and I think God wants to address what that thing is so that we can get beyond what everybody in the room is feeling and I have a feeling you know what I'm talking about yeah if you have your spiritual senses trained and I'm saying this because I love you. Is that okay? I'm not the kind of guy that believes every prophetic word is, is always mushy-gushy. There are times where God, he wants to speak and he's a father and he wants to set us back on the, 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 the way. So I'm going to share what it is that I have with you. We're going to start, though, in a very familiar passage. And I'm glad the worship team's still here because... We're going to go back into some stuff after it is that we're, we're done here tonight. Because I, I could feel it. The worship's different. It's different. 
And God wants to address that. Not in a negative way. And I don't want anybody in the room being like, oh my gosh, he's going to call me out. I'm not here to do that. I'm not calling out hidden sin. I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you there's, there's something spiritual that's happening in this church that the Lord said, I want you to come and I want you to speak to it and I want you to tell it to get out of here. Because on the way down, I saw, so it's almost like the Lord said, I want you to address the elephant in the room. And I saw this mountain that was here in the center of the room and everybody just kept walking around it. They weren't talking to it. They weren't addressing it. It's like it became familiar like wallpaper in a house. And God said, you're not just supposed to walk around mountains and look at them and study them. You're supposed to speak to them and they're supposed to move. So I feel like what God has here this weekend is he's brought the defibrillator along. Because things have fallen asleep and things have become weak that God wants to strengthen and that God wants to wake up. And listen, that is, I'm, listen, I love you with all my heart. You guys have walked through a lot and listen, I get it because I've been through a lot of similar stuff. But I am telling you, nothing has to take your fire away. Everything in life, if we allow it to, can be designed to take us closer to him. Even when he withdraws, it's still an invitation to draw nearer, not back off and fall away. So the Lord wants to reignite passion and excitement and honor and courage and humility and hunger. The things that were all present that I've witnessed over the years. And I told him on the phone, I said, when I came down here in 2012, there were three things that were in this atmosphere. You could have brought Joe Schmo and could have said, Holy Spirit, and he would have fell. It didn't have anything to do with me. It was your honor, your hunger, and your humility. And it was so palpable and tangible. I kept that video, this video on my phone for years of what, what it was that God did in the minute. Matt was up there, he was singing. There was a choir up here. There was like risers up here. There was some dude playing a horn. And it was that death, where is your st-? It was the first time I ever heard that song. And I am telling you guys, somebody just could have got up there and went, and God would have fell. And I, I want you to know, guys, like, it's, it's not about the good old days. Those were just days. It's not the good old days. Your best days are in front of you. But I think this is what happens a lot of times, and we see it in Luke chapter 9. I'm going to preach out of this exact same story probably tomorrow, but from a different vantage point, a different way of looking at it. But I want you guys to know a lot of times what happens is, is we just want to set up camp where God was before. We don't want to move from where he was. And like, there's a story about when they, t- they go up on the Mount of Transfiguration. It's Peter, James, and John. And, and, and Jesus is transfigured what was hidden and tabernacling. And the flesh has now been revealed. His glory comes out. And Elijah and Moses are there. And this is what Peter says. It's good for us to be here. But guys, we can't stay where, where, where things used to be or where they were before. Like it's not about it's not about when God moved and like let's just know you've got to come down off that mountain. There's still work that needs to be done. So this is what I felt like I heard the Lord say. And again, I, I don't. I, the Lord wants to give you a mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. Because that's what's crept in. A spirit of heaviness, depression, fainting, and God wants to release a mantle of praise. For those who mourn a garland of ashes, or a garland of, it's not ashes, something like that, yeah. It ain't ashes, it's ashes for beauty. So if you guys have your Bibles, I want you to see this in Isaiah 61. I was quoting it. This is an all too familiar passage. And then I'm going to read to you what it is that God has given me. And I believe the healing balm of God is in the room tonight. 
was the mandate over Jesus' life. This is essentially his job description. He stood up and read from this text in Luke chapter 4. He said, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing, and he closed the book. But the attendant handed him Isaiah chapter 61, and he read, and this is going to be our scripture for tonight, and then we're just going to move with what it is that I have here in my notes, and I just believe that God's going to do something, and we're going to speak to some stuff tonight. And I just believe this. God wants to remove the blockage. He wants to remove the blockage. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring... There's a golf ball that just rolled all the way up here. Man, I was going to say if it was a titleist, I'd keep it. I don't know what that is, though. Because the Lord God has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted See, this is what God wants to do tonight. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to captives and freedom to prisoners. To proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes. That's what I was trying to remember. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. And here it is, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. Things are more spiritual than you guys realize. And you, you, can't, you can't cast out the flesh and you can't crucify spirits, but you can cast out spirits and you crucify the flesh. And I'm not saying that there aren't times to mourn, but there's a point in time where mourning goes beyond its scheduled time. And it becomes something other than it was supposed to be. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he may be glorified. All right. Now, This is one of those things tonight where I know not everybody, some of you are going to be like, that's not really for me. I I feel with all my heart tonight that I'm just on an assignment. I know everywhere that I go is an assignment, but I just really feel like tonight the Lord really wants to deal with something specific. And here's the thing. It's one of those deals where I'm either on or I'm just off and I'm just some kind of kook. But I'd rather just go for it than not. But I, I genuinely feel like God gave me marching orders to come in here and do tonight what it is that I'm doing because if I don't, then you're not going to be able to hear what it is that God wants to do the rest of the weekend. Is everybody with me so far? Is everybody doing okay? Okay. This is what I felt like I heard the Lord say and then I'll probably pause and and make adjustments. And listen, guys, if God starts moving on you, it's totally fine. If, 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 If God starts moving on you and you want to come up here, you're not going to bother me. In fact, I would recommend that you do it. If God wants to deal with you tonight in any way, shape, or form, and this is for you, this whole thing right here, this altar up here, it's open. I suggest you come up here and just give yourself to the Lord and let him heal the depths of what it is that he wants to heal. Because he wants this church to step into its destiny. And like I said, I'm not saying I have all the pieces to the puzzle, but I feel like he gave me a big one tonight. God wants to deal with the elephant in the room and the weight that's been resting heavy upon a lot of you. He wants to address the spirit of fainting. This spirit has affected a great many of things here. It has affected passion It has affected vision, it has affected excitement, and it has affected the presence of God in this place. God wants me to speak to that mountain tonight. He wants me to remove it from your midst. He wants to deal with this because he loves you, and because if we don't, you won't be able to hear or do what it is he wants to say the rest of this weekend. God wants to deal with ghosts tonight. The ghosts of what could have been and what should have been. 
the ghosts of what could have been and what should have been. The time of mourning is over. It's it's over, guys. No more. No more. You can't go back and bury what's not there anymore. You you can't ask Jesus permission to go back and, and bury somebody when you want to follow him. Our job is to keep moving forward because the kingdom of heaven advances forcefully. There has been a breach in covenant with those who have left, but God is the restorer of the breaches. God wants to heal broken hearts tonight. The days of the past are not the good old days. They were just days. Your best days are ahead of you. God wants to awaken what has fallen asleep. And God wants to turn outward what has turned inward. Guys, I mean this with all love. You can't keep asking what's wrong with you. That is a lie. I'm telling you, the enemy's strategies to get you self-focused and full of self-pity is a major trap. It's not about self-esteem. It's not about self-anything. It's about following Jesus. And he, he's not overly concerned about whether or not you have it all together. Because I'll tell you what the word of the Lord is for this year. I'll give you a little bit of preview of what it is I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Because unless we deal with this, it's never going to happen. This is the arise and shine year. And I can't arise and shine if I'm staring at my belly button. I can't can't go forward if I'm constantly looking behind me. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying bury your head in the sand. Faith is not denial. Faith doesn't deny what happened. Faith just sees a different reality when your eyes see something else. But I'm not called to live by my feelings. I'm called to live by faith. There are things that God has spoken over this place. That must come to pass. And some words of the Lord are conditional, and some are, man, it don't matter whether you want it to or not. It's just going to come. But we cannot keep looking over our shoulder. There's there's a co-laboring that God is wanting to do here in this house. It's time to leave the desert. It's time to leave the wandering. It's time to get back on track. It's time to move forward. Not everyone that journeys with you will want to see the work finished. Not everyone will want to come into the promised land. And that's okay. Not everybody you rub shoulders in life is going to stand with you in the end. But there's one who promised that will be there until the end. I'm thankful for the brothers and the friends that I have that are running the race with me. But I can promise you this. My eggs cannot be in their basket. My peace and my joy don't come from anyone in this life but from Jesus himself. Not from you, not from my spouse, not from my best friend, not from my church, not from all the places that I travel. Why? Because then I'm only doing as well as those things in my life.
you are not dishonoring the memory of those who have left by moving forward. You are honoring what you originally set out to do together. I believe some of you have taken out in anger on one another what it is that has caused you to feel sad over what's happened in the past. I believe fear over what could happen can become anger. And I believe that there is a temptation to control to make sure that the things that happened in the past won't happen again. I'm not saying that that's necessarily what's happening. I believe God wants you to be on your guard against it. You know what I found when it comes to me and Jesus? Everything in life is just an invitation to trust Him more. To just let go. And I know you guys know this, this man, but he's a, he's a friend of mine. I remember when, years ago, the, the Billmans lost everything in Brazil. Everything. Everything was taken all because of one person that they trusted. One person that was a house parent, a house father, a house family. Rescuing girls out of prostitution. This house father, this partner in ministry, wound up sleeping with the girls that they were rescuing. And the government stepped in and said, you're done, your doors are closed. And Nick said, never in his life did Proverbs 3 become more real. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. What's that mean? There's going to be times where you can't figure it out. And you're not meant to. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. What's that mean? Every step of the way, God, even when I don't understand it, even when I don't like it, I'm choosing to acknowledge you. I'm choosing to see. See, that's the beauty about humility. I'm still choosing to see my need for you in this area. Everything in life is just an opportunity to trust more. And I remember when the Lord said this to me, He said, trust stops the moment fear begins. Your level of trust stops the moment fear steps in. It's not a loss, it was a choice that was made. But I believe God wants to heal tonight what has felt like loss, what has felt like betrayal, and what has felt like rejection. His healing balm is in the room tonight. You can't stay in the same place forever. You can't keep visiting the tombstones of the past. You can't stay in the place of what could have been. You have to leave those tabernacles and move forward. Your praise has suffered as a result of the grieving, but God is giving you a mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. Your praise is about to get a new face. Your praise is about to resound with a new sound because it will be a praise not focused on yesterday or the past or what could have been. It will be a praise whose eyes are fixed on Jesus and where you are going. this resound or am I way off tell me I'm okay if I'm way off who's felt what I'm saying and who's felt it you've been here some of you have been here the longest seen when when this kind of stuff happens in churches 
people start distancing themselves relationally from one another. Because it feels like a breach in trust. It feels like, how do I know that this person's going to be here tomorrow, the next year? The truth is you don't know. You don't. you are a family and I just felt like God said I just I want to deal with that I want to deal with that elephant in the room because sometimes we pretend as if things aren't there or we think it'll just go away or but there, there comes a point in time where what's what's happened becomes bigger and has a greater voice than where God's taking you. And, and I, I, I just kept hearing on the way down, you, you, can't, you can't put your hand to the plow and look back. There's work that needs to be done. Most of the stuff that I've walked through in life, like some of the greatest relational disconnects I faced in life have been from brothers and sisters in the body. And I'm just going to call it for what it is. That's weird. It's, it's weird that we can cut one another off faster than the world cuts themselves off from one another. It's weird that when we see such people in public, it's awkward and strange. But your battle's not with those people. Your fight's not with those who've, who've... You have no need, guys, listen. There's no need to even defend yourself. Jesus never did. He entrusted himself to the one who judged righteously. And this is what I found. As the older I get, the longer that I walk with the Lord, there's an element of suffering. Everybody in this room is just going to have to decide whether or not they want to walk through or not. I believe with all my heart there's going to be a reigniting that takes place this weekend. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow night. I just really believe that God, I, I just, I felt like, I felt like there was just a blowing. I felt like God was just blowing, blowing the ashes off of, of, of things that have fallen asleep, blowing the dust off of things that have grown weak. But, but I believe the Lord wants to deal with that spirit, that spirit of fainting. So we're going to do that. You doing good, Jacob? You're killing it, man. You're killing it, man. I feel like I heard that lead incense arise. Were you playing that day and night? Guys, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. I'm, I'm just going to see where it is that God goes. Literally, that, that's what I had tonight. That's it. That's where he wanted me to start. And if I disappoint anybody, I apologize. But I'm wanting to be faithful with what it is that God's put on my heart for this church and for this body. So, Heavenly Father, God, I I love this house. You know I do. And I'm not telling that to impress anybody in the room tonight. I love my friends here. I love my family here. I love my brothers and sisters. And Father, I stand before them and before you and say that I am sorry for what's happened in this house. I'm sorry for for pillars that have walked away. I'm sorry for relationships, Father, that, that, that seemed to have come and gone. I'm sorry, Lord, for... I'm sorry for the sadness. I'm sorry for the hurt. I'm sorry for the pain. And yet at the same time, Father, there's a healing that's coming. God, even even now, even at the snap of my fingers, Father, there's a healing. Father, there's a refreshing that's coming in this house. And Father, I want to speak right now to that mountain that you are showing me, Lord, in this, in this, in this sanctuary. 
Father, I, I right now in the name of Jesus, I command that thing to get out. No more delay in the name of Jesus. No more delay. I'm telling you, no more delay in the name of Jesus. And Father, I rebuke a spirit of fainting in this place, God. And I speak to grieving that's gone beyond its expiration date. I understand that there's a time to grieve. I get it. I understand it. But Father, there's a place where it holds us back. And there's a place where it becomes something greater than it was intended to be. And so Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, I speak to hearts, Father, that have fainted hearts, Father, that have just have lost their fight. And I ask and pray, God, that the fight would return. And I ask and pray in the name of Jesus, God, in the name of Jesus, that there be a widespread healing right now upon every single broken heart in the room. And I'm not talking about the forgetting of memories. I'm not talking about disregarding people and those that have walked away. But Father, I am talking about a resiliency that comes from you and a love that comes from you, God, and a strength that can only come from you. In fact, in the name of Jesus right now, Father, because you told us to bless and not curse and to pray, God, for those that would hurt us and wound us, Father. I just bless our brothers and sisters, Father, that that may not be on the journey anymore with us, Father. I pray for them and I pray your best over them, God. I pray that the goodness of God would come upon them, Lord, for no other agenda, not so that they would come back, but just so that love would be performed in their life, God. Father, we bless now. And Father, I even speak right now, if there's unforgiveness in the room, God, if there's there's unforgiveness in the room, man, there can't... What a deterrent that can be. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father, you called us to forgive in the same way that we have been forgiven. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, the God who searches the hearts, if there is resentment and bitterness in this room right now, Holy Spirit, send your conviction upon those hearts that need to get rid of that. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, if there's bitterness and resentment in the room, even if it's gone undetected below the surface, even if some have gotten good at hiding it. Father, I pray that there would be a repentance that takes place right now. In the name of Jesus, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Father, I speak to the blockage. In Jesus' name, I speak to the breach in covenant. And I thank you that you're the restorer of the breaches. You're the restorer, Father, of everything. You're the God who heals. You're the God who gives a mantle of praise over a spirit of fainting, over a spirit of heaviness. And I speak to that spirit. I command you, get out of here. You're not welcome here. You've been exposed. You're not going to delay anymore. Conversations are not going to be about what was. No more. No more. No more. The conversations are not going to be about what was. No longer revisiting what was. No longer revisiting what could have been. No longer revisiting what should have been. Thank you, God. Yeah. Father, I thank you for turning a cruise ship into a battleship. We're not just going to float in the water anymore, guys. We're not just floating in the water anymore. And I speak, I speak, God, to where passion has failed. I speak, God, to where hunger has waxed cold. And I also pray, Father, that you would release such a culture of honor in this house. where the body of Christ would begin to see that we are one body and that we are individually members of that one body. And you have positioned every single one in the body in such a way that even the weaker get a greater honor. Even the weakest, you bestow a greater honor. Because you're the God who brings pride to an end. You're the God who destroys arrogance. And you're the God who gives a greater grace to the humble. And I thank you that you're teaching us, Father, in this place to go lower than we've ever gone before. And I even feel like God's bringing this church back to the place. But maybe of some things that maybe... I, 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 just, I just saw a resurgence of service in this house. A 
resurgence of some of the basic things that sometimes we lose sight of. A resurgence of what it means to take somebody's feet in your hands and wash them. Father, I thank you for the love of Jesus that's invading this house right now. Father, I, I thank you as, 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 that, as that spirit, God, as that heaviness leaves, I thank you, Lord, that your light's flooding this house right now, God. I thank you that your love is flooding this house right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you're awakening hearts again. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're stirring things up. Father, I thank you that you're raising countenances. I thank you, God, that we lift our eyes to the hills. We see where it is that our help comes from. Father, I, I bless. I feel like this, it's, just, it's still in my heart. I hear it in my heart. Father, I bless those. They're not our enemies. I bless those, God, who've decided not to journey anymore in this covenant journey. Father, I bless them. And Father, if there, if there have been people in this room that have put hope in those things, put their eggs in those baskets, Father, then we take back, Father, what we should never have given in the first place. It should have been found in you. Lord, thank you for deepening trust. Of the people here. I thank you, Father. Lord, I'm 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 cool. I'm thankful for the unknown. Because I'm thankful for a God who goes before. And a God who knows the end from the beginning. And I thank you for raising up a new team and a strong team. And I'll tell you what the Lord has done. Because I don't even know who's 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 doing what and who's in leadership what. I feel, like, I feel like what the Lord is saying right now. Here's what's different. Second Chronicles 16.9 says, The eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout all the earth, seeking a heart that's solely His. And I feel like what the Lord is saying to me right now is I've put a team of hearts together. So I thank you for a unity, God, that's flourishing here tonight. Thank you, Lord, that when there's one heart and one mind, man, it's the recipe. It's the recipe for breakthrough. It's the recipe for movement. It's the recipe for the Spirit of God to come and land in a place. But God, I speak to that depression. I speak to that despair. I speak to discouragement. No more. No more. We're not doing that mountain again. No more. Out. No more. It's not dishonoring anybody to move forward. We're honoring what we purpose to do together in the first place. So, Father, we let go. We let go of the thought. We let go, Father, of wanting to go back and bury what's not there anymore. We're not going to visit the tombstones of yesterday. In fact, I feel like you hear the Lord saying, the dreams are still intact. They've never changed. The vision remains the same. The words remain the same. God has a unique way of raising up people to take others' places. God has a way of making sure the work is going to get done. You're a God who co-labors with us. So Father, I give you permission tonight. I give you permission tomorrow morning. I give you permission tomorrow night. Holy Spirit, I pray for a jump start. I pray, Father, 
that the passion that once was, that the hunger that once was, is resurrected again. And I pray that the mandate over this house over this house to equip the saints like never before. Father, the mandate over this house to be a light that shines. The mandate over this house to release the glory of God. The mandate over this house to be a house of honor. I thank you that it will it will come to pass every word Father from your mouth God I thank you that it does not return void I thank you that you will finish what it is you began and Father right now I just speak to the dust of yesterday Father I just speak to the things God that have wanted to bring confusion I speak to the things I've wanted to bring despair. And I loose right now, God, your your joy, your peace, Father. We, we, We release the kingdom of God in this place. Father, I loose the kingdom of God in this place. but I keep hearing it in my my head and my heart, so we're going to go for it. And Father, I just ask that you'd forgive us. Forgetting, okay, I'll just say it like this. Forgive us for allowing the things that don't matter for, yeah, for allowing the things that don't matter more to matter most. And I just feel like the Lord's telling me to do this and he's having me do weird prophetic stuff that I don't normally do. But Father, I, I just in the same way that you told Ezekiel to prophesy to the breath and to prophesy to the wind. Father, right now in Jesus' name, Father, I just breathe and blow in this place. Everything off, every restriction, every lie, every excuse, right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your breath and for your movement and, Father, for your wind in this room, causing the dead things to come alive, the things that have fallen asleep to come awake. Gateway, this is your year. I'm really not trying to be cliche. I really try to guard my heart against that stuff. This is your time. No more delay. No more blockage. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, no more blockage. Father, let the anointing flow, Father, through this place like a mighty river. God, let let the rivers of living water flow. Let them come out, Father, from deep within. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I speak to those rivers again. Father, I speak to the waters that have become muddied. I I speak to the waters that have grown stagnant. And I just ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, flow again. Flow again. Get a dream that's larger than yourself. In the name of Jesus. Father, right now, I I speak to dormant gifts in the name of Jesus right now. And I just pray that things would come awake. In Jesus' name.
I command that mountain, you're out of here. You're out. No more. No more. Father, I ask that the weight, Father, that bag of sand that has felt like it's just been sitting on shoulders, it's been sitting on chests. God, thanks for removing that. So this is what I feel like God is wanting us to do. It's almost nine already. I feel like the, the Lord. That's why I said I was glad that the, the team didn't leave yet. I feel like the Lord wants to bring us back. place guys where we we just sing we just give it all we have as a family where we do the things that we did at first we return to our first love where we return to the things that happened before for lack of a better way to say it I feel like the Lord just wants us to worship as a family because there's breakthrough in worship. Something happens in the midst of worship. And, and I feel like God is wanting to, I feel like it's a prophetic act. I feel like God is just, through worship right now, I feel like what God is wanting to do is knit, knit back together what's been torn apart. So Father, I, I just pray that as we move forward into that time, as, as you release me and as we move forward into that time, Lord, I just ask and pray man, I pray that something happens. God, I pray that there's a ministry that takes place in the Spirit. Father, I pray for divine sutures right now in Jesus' name. God, for divine stitching. For the Holy Spirit to sew once back together again, to mend together again. Father, the things that have been torn. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Matt, are you here? Did you leave? team is here, Austin, like, could you guys come up here, man, could you guys just, could we do that, could we just worship together, are you guys hearing me tonight, like, can we just actually, like, come together as a family, and, and just worship our king, and let God mend together again, hearts, and, and let's see what it is God can do, is everybody okay, man, I'm sorry if this seems depressing, <laughs> I really don't mean it to be. It's not my desire. There's Matt. Matt, can you lead us, man? Can you give us everything you got, bro? Come on. Come here, Meg. Can you have your hands real quick, sweetheart? Look at my eyes. So as a family, we're not going to be spectators. We're actually going to stand up. <laughs> Listen, guys, it's, a, it's going to be a prophetic act. You can't just sit there. You're going to get up. You're going to come to the front. 
going to do it as a family. Get up, come up. Get up and come up. And let's do it as a family. Let's break through tonight. Let's, let's break through the things that want to restrain, the things that constrain, the things that want to hold people back. Let's break through what it is that God is wanting to do. Let's let him open it up tonight, guys. No fear, not afraid to sing, not afraid to worship, giving him what he's due, the honor he's due, the respect that he's due. The Father, let it fall. God, let it fall tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, even for Matt right now, Lord, I just bless him. Father, I bless this team. In the name of Jesus, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, thank you for what you're doing. Lord, Father, and I feel it. God, I thank you for a resurgence, Lord, of hunger that's rising up in Jesus' name. Lord, it's coming back. Father, in the name of Jesus, it's coming back. God, I speak to it now. Father, I ask right now, Lord, in this act of worship, in this prophetic act of worship, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask, Father, that you would just even now begin to move mightily with your spirit. Father, that the fire of God would fall in the name of Jesus right now. God, that you would, you would meet, Father, the repentance in the room right now. That have said, Lord, I've let things go out. I've let things, Father, fail. I've let things weaken. And I'm, I'm choosing to change my mind, God. I recognize, Father, the role that I've played. And I'm, I'm choosing to turn once again my heart back. My heart back to you. And I ask that you do it again, Father. That you do it again. And that's why I loved, guys, when you, when you guys sang, um, I've seen you move, you move the mountains. I'm like, man, that couldn't be such a more prophetic song right now. And I believe, God, you're going to do it again. God, I believe you're going to do it again, Father. You're a God who loves to revisit. You're a God, Father, who comes back. You're not just a God who blows through one time. Father, I thank you, Lord, that that honor, humility, hunger, honor, humility, hunger are going to be staples, Father, again. Lord, I ask and pray, Father, that that would be the recipe, Lord, that that would be the seasoning sprinkled tonight. And I ask and pray, God, that you'd receive the worship that's in this room. Father, we want you. God, I make no qualms about it. I believe that the people that are here tonight are saying with all of their heart, I want the Lord. And I thank you that you're strengthening the knees, God, that have become weak, the things that have become feeble. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit. Come, in the name of Jesus, Father. Let there be a resurgence. Rivers of living water, you come out again in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus, if you guys, while we're, if we're singing, you guys want to let out tongues, I don't, whatever it looks like, man, just... Fan into flame. Fan it into flame, gang. Put movement on it. In Jesus' name. But let this be a sign. Let your worship tonight be a declaration that the past is not your tomorrow. Your past doesn't get to prophesy your future. That is not the destiny of this house. It's not the destiny of this place. In Jesus' name. Come, Spirit of God. Come now. Father, now. Blow. In Jesus' name. Come. Come, Holy Spirit. Father, as we sing to you, not looking to a man, not looking to the anointing, not looking to the gift in the person, looking to you, for you to come and do what only you can do. It's only what you can do. Father, forgive us for putting putting hope and trust in the wrong places when you're the only one that can do it. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Maddie, whatever you got, man.